What up fam, I'm Elena, a certified nutrition coach, personal trainer, and hormone specialist. I'm a former public educator turned holistic fitness coach, and I'm on a mission to disrupt diet culture and educate individuals on how they can heal their gut issues, hormone imbalance, and food relationships caused by chronic dieting, inflammation, and autoimmune or chronic illness. My philosophy for coaching is simple. Eat more, move better, feel amazing, because life is too short to feel like shit. So let's dive in. Okay, well, the long-awaited podcast is finally here. Um, hey, everybody, welcome to What the Funk, tackling hormone health and healing without losing your damn mind, because let's face it, it can be a little bit maddening. So I just wanted to take a little bit of time today to tell you who I am, a little bit about me, a little bit more about my background, what my own personal experiences are and how it sort of drove me to this place with a coaching business now online, where my focus is to essentially dethrone diet culture um, and just help individuals feel better because I've, I've lived that life and I've lived in that body that just feels like shit all the time. And you feel totally hopeless and helpless and you feel like you don't have any control and it's hard to find answers. So I knew I didn't want other people to suffer the same way that I did. So I just sort of fell into this by default. So, um, a little bit of backstory on me. Um, I actually got my first gym membership when I was actually at home, I guess I consider my first gym membership, my home gym. When I was 13, I remember telling my mom and dad, I don't feel confident in my body. There was this big trip to Sunsplash that was going to be coming up at the end of eighth grade. And in Arizona, where I have lived my whole life, um, you know, the end of the eighth grade, the middle schoolers, the eighth graders got to go to Sunsplash, which is a water park. And uh, I was a little bit uh, more mm, voluptuous than the rest of the girls in my grade. I, I hit puberty pretty early, um, especially in the hips and ass department. I know there's a lot of you ladies out there that can relate to that. And I just felt really, really uncomfortable in my skin. And so my parents were awesome. They bought me like a weeder home gym setup. And I remember working out at home by myself, like in the home gym, in the front room of our house for like a solid two years. And then when I was 16 and got my first job um, and my dance studio closed down also because I was a dancer for a little while, um, I did get a gym membership where some of the girlfriends from my high school worked and worked out at. And I got my first personal trainer at the same time too, which was pretty, pretty cool. Um, and from there, I just fell in love with working out. However, you know, that's a slippery, slippery slope when you're going into it with no context and you're so young and impressionable. And needless to say, one thing led to another, you know, eating disorders ensued, you know, actually I was bulimic from the time I was 15 to about the time I was 22, 23 years old. Um, and so, you know, dealing with all of that, I blame 17 magazine. I feel personally victimized by the, uh, you know, uh, get your summer bod or do this to get six pack abs. And I would obsess over these magazines and these diets and things like that, that I would see. Um, and it, you know, it, 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 it made a big impression on me and unfortunately impacted my health. So, um, you know, fast forward to my early twenties, um, and mid twenties, and I subsequently got diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis as well as endometriosis. So, um, if you don't know what those two things are, Hashimoto's uh, thyroiditis is a autoimmune thyroid condition where your body attacks your thyroid and it basically causes it to not function which causes all sorts of havoc on with your um, metabolism, with your brain function, with your other sex hormones. And you just feel like shit like 100% of the time. I remember being really, really scared because I was so fatigued. And at the time I had a 45 minute commute to work and I actually fell asleep driving multiple times on the freeway to work and one time got in an accident. And that was sort of my 
breaking point of, I need to do something about this. I can't just keep living my life the way that I've been living it. I know that there's something wrong and I need to do something about it. And I think that we all kind of can resonate with that. Oh shit moment of, I need to do something. Something has to change because how I'm living is not working. Um, and then subsequently was then diagnosed with endometriosis, which is a reproductive chronic illness where parts of my endometrial tissue have implanted themselves outside of my uterus into other parts of my body, causing lots of pain during my period, um, very excruciating pain, vomiting, um, severe PMS, lots of pain during ovulation. And I was on birth control for a long time. And that's a whole nother story that will definitely cover that. I actually have a um, guest uh, you know, coach who's going to be coming on and we're going to be talking all things birth control and estrogen and dominance um, and environmental estrogens um, here is coming up at the end of July, which I'm very, very excited about for that. So um, I will be bringing on other coaches and other experts in the industry because I think it's so, so important to hear things from multiple perspectives. And I think that in the fitness industry, um, I'm definitely more of a collaboration over competition type of individual. I think there's room for everybody to grow because I think that every individual needs something from me as a coach or from somebody else as a coach. I, you know, everybody needs what they need. And so I love that there's just been this influx of really amazing coaches who are really determined to do really well by their clients and learn as much as they can so they can have the biggest impact in a positive way that they absolutely can. So fast forward to now, I'm 30 going on 31. It's actually July 1st today while I'm recording this and my birthday is on July 16th, so I'll be 31. And due to, you know, a lot of the things that I've learned and a lot of my experience, um, just with my own journey, I'm now at a point where I'm not on thyroid medication at all. My Hashimoto's is fully self-managed through lifestyle and diet and supplementation. Um, my period is a non-issue. I was able to come off birth control. My hormones are the best they've ever been. Um, I don't have debilitating cramps anymore or tons of pain and bloating during ovulation anymore. All through just using food, exercise, and nutrition as well as functional supplementation, to just heal my body. And so that's essentially what I do now. But I also kind of take a bit of a fitness twist on it because I love working out. I love being in the gym. I love getting stronger. And honestly, a lot of my clients are of that same mindset. They want to be strong. They want to be empowered. And they're in it for more than just looking and changing their looks, although that can be a goal of theirs. But they're in it because they're just so fed up with feeling like shit. And that's really what it comes down to is that life is too short to have a poor quality of life. So hence my mission. Um, so the whole point of today's podcast is to sort of premise everything with what I boil down to my coaching philosophy. And that is your diet sucks. I can fix it. So let's talk diet culture for a moment. So you heard me talk a little bit while ago about a little while ago about um, 17 magazine and just the construct of diet culture where there is this perceived ideal of physique and health that we identify with a certain body type or a certain look. And it's a load of crap. It's a load of crap. It really is. Because diet culture and chronic dieting kind of go hand in hand, there's just been this sort of epidemic of fad diets, dieting, low calorie, um, you know, cutting out entire food groups, which has over time will have a really negative impact on an individual's metabolism and their hormones. And that usually represents itself in unwanted weight gain, in brain fog, in gut issues, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, usually results in low sex drive, low libido, can cause fertility issues, can cause issues with your reproductive health, 
And, and we're always like, well, where did I go wrong? Where did I go wrong? You start talking to somebody and you realize you've been trying to diet and lose weight how many times a year for the last how many years? And so that cycle of chronic dieting, in addition to you know any genetic or environmental, environmental factors that might impact your chronic or autoimmune system, you know uh, your immune system may be potentially causing autoimmune disease or you know chronic illness and whatever you're prone to from a genetic standpoint and an environmental standpoint, combined with lifestyle of chronic dieting, always trying to push, work out harder, go on crash diets, do these crazy challenges, leaves you in a state where you're just like, I cannot do this anymore. And I know there has to be a solution out there. I just don't know what it is. And you just keep looking, you keep looking, you keep looking. And hopefully, eventually you find that solution. Hopefully, maybe you're stumbling across this podcast and you're like, why are you calling me out on my life <laughs> like right now? And if that's you, then you are absolutely in the right place to get some answers. Um, you know, so I'm really glad that you're here. I'm really excited to dive in. This episode is very going to be, you know, very much, very cursory, going to be pretty low key. I don't want to go into anything too in depth. just wanted to introduce myself and go over my values, what I see and, and essentially what my mission is. So, you know, I talk in the intro, my coaching philosophy is simple, eat more, move better and feel amazing. And, and this is what it breaks down to is that due to chronic dieting, everybody's metabolism, not everybody's right, but the majority of the individuals that come to me or talk to me or end up working with me have been eating very low calorie for a very long time. So their metabolism or their body, the rate at which their body burns calories your body is super smart. It's going to adapt to low calories if that's what you're feeding it on any kind of consistent basis. Meaning the second that you eat above your metabolic rate or exceed the amount of, you know, your total daily energy expenditure or your TDEE, if you've ever seen that acronym thrown around, that's when you start to gain weight. And sometimes even on very low calories, people find themselves gaining weight and they're like, I have no idea what's going on. Now, to be fair, sometimes it is just a lack of awareness, a lack of true accountability. And they, they think that you're eating really low calories and you're really not. But honestly, I see the ladder of, no, you really are eating very low calories. And so a lot of times when I start working with people, I just get like a food log for a few days. Either they're tracking it in like an app like MyFitnessPal, or we do just a photo food log, keep it pretty simple. I would say about 70% of my clients don't even track calories and see great results because it's not necessary. And especially if you have a negative relationship and uh, with food and tracking apps and tracking calories can kind of trigger you a little bit. Um, it's not worth it. Um, there's other there's other options out there besides just tracking calories or tracking macros. So if you feel like that's your only option, it's not, I promise you. But I get an idea, okay, what is the day in the life of, you know, Jane over the course of like, you know, Thursday through Sunday? And I look across the board and I'm looking at her food and she's maybe eating like 800 to 1200 to 1300 calories a day. And then all of a sudden one day she's got like 3,500 calories on her food log. And I'm just like, well, I see the problem. Um, and that is the fact that the majority of the time you're not giving your body what it needs. Now it's, it's just a basic principle that for some of our basic bodily functions and hormone processes, they require an adequate amount of nutrients in order to function properly, which is why when you eat very low calories, you send those systems sort of out of whack. And that results in the brain fog, fatigue, irritability, low sex drive, gut issues, reproductive issues, things like that, right? So then what happens is we have to kind of slowly increase our food. And I very rarely tell people that anything is off limits unless they're like allergic to something, 
right? Or we maybe have to do some kind of food sensitivity, um, you know, elimination diet and find if there are any triggers causing additional inflammation. But that's usually not the first thing that I do. So eat more. Most people need to just eat more food. And that's a very hard thing to come to terms with mentally when we've been taught through diet culture that less food is better, that the less calories I eat, the better. And it just, it drives me batty. But it is so cool to see when people finally see the other side of it and they're like, I didn't realize that I could I could feed myself and I feel so much better. And they start to add muscle. They start to potentially lose weight. Their periods regulate better. They have less digestive issues. Their skin clears up. Their hair starts to grow. And they're like, wow. I'm like, yep. You just needed to give your body more, okay? Now, the second half, or the second part of my coaching philosophy is that we need to move smarter because with working out, more is not always better. Um, in fact, I would say the majority of individuals, again, that I work with, um, if they're not going from not working out at all, we have to pull back on the amount of activity that they're doing because they're using activity as a way to either make up for calories that they've eaten, which it doesn't work that way, or they're using it as a way to continue to lose weight. But what they're doing with this overtraining is they're causing more stress to their body and chronic stress from anything, you know, too much of exercise is going to make it hard to manage your stress response, which results in things like weight gain, irritability, trouble falling asleep, brain fog, you see where I'm going with this? So we have to manage their movement to be better instead of just more, which is really, really cool. Another thing I do with some of my clients is that we will actually phase in their training intensity uh, depending on their menstrual cycle. Um, this is especially really helpful for individuals who struggle with um, severe PMS, PMDD, lots of cramps, lots of mood swings, you know, anything of that sort. Those things aren't normal. They are a sign of an imbalance. And usually it's just a matter of having to monitor and change how we approach our bodies during different parts of our menstrual cycle to work with our bodies instead of against it. So we minimize a lot of those negative symptoms, right? We don't have to be at war with our bodies constantly. Again, that will be another topic I will dive a lot more into as the podcast grows and as we go on. So um, that is the first two parts of it. And then the last part of it is feel amazing because the bottom line of anything that we're doing for our health is to improve our quality of life, right? We want to feel more, experience more, be present, be aware, and not be burdened by not feeling good on a regular basis. We don't want our life memories to be overshadowed by the pain that we were in or the fact that we were so tired through that whole experience that we couldn't really truly enjoy it. Um, and then also how it impacts your professional life, because dealing with a lot of this stuff can impact us professionally in how you're physically able sometimes to show up for your job. And that that also can impact your quality of life because you feel like crap, you don't perform well, it starts to become a thing, maybe somebody says something to you about it, and then it just adds more stressors into your life. So the bottom line is that anything that we're doing is made for the purposes intended to improve your quality of life. So those are really the big three things that I focus on with everybody that I work with. And then how that looks in their lives obviously varies. Right now I do mostly um, private one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, which is customized coaching. So all of the programs are tailored to the individual, which is really beneficial because not everybody has the same 24 hours in a day, but they fall under those umbrellas. And that is my philosophy of coaching is that we need to eat more, 
99.9% of the time. We need to move better. So we're working with our bodies, not against it. And we need to feel amazing. And that comes with, you know, stress management, improving quality of life, you know, and also other lifestyle habits like, you know, sleep, setting boundaries, right? We talk, I talk a lot with a lot of my clients about setting boundaries because a lot of times when you start to shift your life with your health, it challenges other people in your life. And sometimes what happens is they try to bring you down because either you're presenting them with something that they're insecure about, or you're not fitting into the box that they're comfortable you being in. And they don't always do this maliciously, but it's still important to have those boundaries. And so I love being able to be a support for my clients and maintaining those boundaries within their personal and professional lives because of the bottom line, I'm on their side and it's about them or it's about you. And you need to make sure that you are holding those boundaries because otherwise the changes that are trying to take place in your life with your health to get everything back on track is going to be pretty ineffective if you're getting bowled over by the people in your life trying to make everybody else happy because you got to focus on you, right? Self-care. Um, and I need to look up this quote. I was listening to a podcast with Queen Herbie and she said, and the, the concept of self-care is actually attributed to somebody else. And I'll definitely find it and I'll talk about it in the next podcast because this is so important. Self-care is an act of political rebellion or something that you do for yourself to make yourself stronger so that you can no longer be cowed by, you know, systemic norms like diet culture, like racism, like bias, like sexism, things like that. So when we take care of ourselves, we are being rebellious to the things that are trying to keep us down, which is such a cool concept when I think about it. I'm just like, wow, that is that is really powerful. Because when you start to take care of yourself and you start to be more of who you are and feel better in your skin, you become unstoppable. You become a fucking force of nature beyond what you thought was possible in multiple areas of your life. So again, that's that whole, our goal is to feel amazing, not just physically, but mentally. And then, you know, there's also the side of it where I have some clients who do have physique goals. Maybe they do want to eventually lose weight and that is totally fine. You can want to feel better and want to lose weight, but do it in a way that's healthy. You can, all those things can coexist together. So don't feel like you have to do this. If you have a weight loss goal that it makes you wrong, it doesn't. We just got to get your body working in a way, you know, that is going to be more beneficial. And the goal is for this podcast to help break down some of these bigger concepts. You know, I, I haven't had a long form content option with my Instagram, obviously, sometimes I do lives, but I'm really excited about this podcast because it'll allow me to dive a little deeper for those individuals who are wanting a little more context of how does this look and how can this fit into my life? So that is all I wanted to say today. I'm going to stop there because I want to get a couple more episodes recorded so that I have them ready to go for you guys. I'm leaving for Wisconsin tomorrow to go visit um, my boyfriend and his family. Um, he's been up there for a few weeks, um, which is kind of crazy because I just traveled for two weeks. I was in Ireland. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw we had crazy, crazy travels, but I'm very, very excited to get these recorded for you, get these up. And I'm so excited for the podcast and I appreciate everybody's support. Um, people have been asking me to do a podcast for a while now. I just didn't get around to it and now I'm finally doing it. So I'm very, very, very excited to be here. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today on What the Funk, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the What the Funk podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and a review, and don't forget to take a screenshot. Tag me on Instagram. My handle is at elena.m.fit. I would love to hear what you want to hear on the podcast. I do respond to DMs. I would love to talk with all of you. I'm so excited for you being here today. Thank you so much for the support, and I will see you next time.